Welcome to another podcast on Doubly Divine Radio with Jennifer Yost and Justice Bartlett. Doubly Divine Radio is brought to you by PlayfullyConscious.com and IntegrateHealing.com and Serene Sound Studios. Yeah. So here we are, (laughs) post uh, Donald Trump elect uh, election. I think post-election in general. This has been a very rough season for everybody. Yeah. And that's why we're calling this um, podcast the Turmoil Boil. (laughs) Because we, it does feel like we're in a turmoil boil. (laughs) Well, and it it reminds me of... um, of something there's a there's an old saying you how do you how do you boil a frog alive well you put it in a normal temperature water and then you slowly increase the temperature over a period of time so it doesn't realize it's being boiled alive until it's too late and that's kind of how it feels like <laughs> to be alive in in our current circumstances and environment right now and i i think this it's been going on, percolating for, you know, 10, 20 years, really. Oh, it's been a slow boil, for it, sure. Right. And um, so here we are in the aftermath, and, um, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> How did we get here in the first place? Maybe we could start there, sifting through this. The, I mean, it's been probably hundreds of years in the making. Yeah. The, this is not some isolated incident due to the behaviors of one man or the the lack of election of the other individual this is not this is not about an isolated incident this is this is about the underlying energies that have been percolating below the surface mm-hmm. that have never really been fully mm-hmm. attended to in this country and and you know probably globally as well mm-hmm. a deep gaping wound of slavery really of owning people selling people uh, and it's left a bit, it's a huge wound in our collective consciousness. And it's not, yeah, it's not just about a race thing. No, this is, this, it's this, prejudice. It's thousands of years old. And it, you know, it's really, it comes from seeing yourself better than another person. Mm-hmm. And then because you're better than that person, you have the right to take advantage of their liberties and physical body. And oppress them. And that's really what is up in our faces. <laughs> and uh, we get to choose how we want to be with it and respond to this pattern that is really calling for us to look in the mirror about being accountable and responsible for your how you treat yourself and how you treat other people, that especially people who are different from you. So there's two things I really see that get my personal attention. I, I feel this sort of underpinning of materialism that's come to the surface, and by that I don't even necessarily mean like the holding on to of objects, but really the worship of objects and then the objectification of other people, which puts them in a position that is ripe for shadow projection. As soon as you have objectified someone and othered them, they are now the perfect betting ground for you to place all of your discomfort, guilt, anger, frustration, resentment, 
with maybe it's an unfair life, maybe it's an unjust system, maybe it's a whole combination of unresolved emotional content that's been boiling under the surface since before you were born. But that has got to stop. So essentially projecting all over the place onto something external or a person, whatever it is, and rather than bringing your attention and focus to your own pain really is what this boils down to and taking care of that and being more honest and having more integrity with what's morally correct. And I think as a, you know, majority have let that compromise yourself in order to get ahead, whether it's a greed motivation or power or whatever it is. And those ideals have deteriorated. And it's more of a deterioration of ideals. It's really this idea that we can't respect each other and have different ideals because we as a country have really never existed in a unified state of idealism. We really haven't. Not since before the Civil War. You know, the idea of the the people who originally came to this land was that they wanted to be free from tyranny. They wanted to be from religious tyranny, political tyranny, um, you know, the kingship at the time. And they, they attempted to form their own government based on laws that would allow each person to seek out their own personal freedoms. But when people can't accept that some people's idea of freedom and freedom of expression is different than theirs and then have to go and condemn and judge and attack them for it, the whole system doesn't work. Well, and it's very much fear-based. So (laughs) people get afraid and then they need to condemn other groups because they're threatened, essentially. And regrettably, you know, this this whole Mm right-left division of (laughs) of politics in our society it's it's really I'm, I'm seeing it I'm seeing it happen so you know there there's all these democratic people who really um, you know who who condemn our now president-elect Trump for the vile hateful things he said and yet some of them are are going around and are now saying the same things about him that they condemned him for saying and this is the way that shadow projection works does it make it okay what he said? No, but it's not because he said it that this is happening, that, mm. <laughs> that, that this is all being raised to the surface. I, I was commenting on a post in someone's feed and I gave the symbolic idea that, you know, essentially what we had was we had this really big nasty giant zit and Donald Trump yeah. was like the whitehead. Mm-hmm. He was just kind of sitting on top mm-hmm. and he we the whole body pushed him to the surface and really the people that resonate with his hateful message are the infection and and that infection can and and does sort of spread through each and every one of us and it becomes more vile and virile through people who haven't been called upon to tend to it but now we're all being called upon to tend to it because the zit has been popped and now we mm-hmm. have this huge seeping wound and we don't need the shit getting infected. <laughs> <laughs> and it, yeah, it's like a wound of self-worth. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I think that's, that's, that's a good point. That's a really good point. 
I think if you don't really have a sense of established self-worth, you it's really hard to acknowledge that someone else it can also have value. You know, it's like mm-hmm. it's like the whole love your neighbor as yourself, but if you don't know how to love yourself, then you don't really know what love is. No. And another <laughs> phenomenon <laughs> from this whole thing too is the folks that I guess put themselves over in the liberal category or, or what have you to me have felt just as nasty as the people that they you know detest so much that are on the other end of things in the conservative boat I felt their response just as uh, <laughs> nasty as the people that they protest and um, I don't find that helpful and or pro- or progressive as they claim to be. Yeah, when you start resulting to the tactics of those whom you consider to be in the other camp of which you find intolerable, uh-huh. you yourself are now becoming intolerable to yourself. <laughs> yeah, volatility is volatility. And same goes for everyone who's, and rightfully so, it, it's been upsetting just because of the way this man has conducted himself in his campaign and, and the rhetoric he's used. Um, I think most of us find it offensive and not okay, but the protests, you know, oh, he's not my president and all in this, that does nothing. You know, when, when we're in any kind of difficult situation, the first step is to accept it and, and feel the feelings um, to, to start to move on and figure out where you want to put your focus because putting all your focus on this particular individual is doing nothing but feed him more negativity and energy to all the folks that like the rhetoric. Um, Instead, let's rise above it and put our focus on unity and strength and connection and individuality of differences and promote those kind of messages. Because if you bring this all down to an energetic level and you and you believe in the laws of energy, like attracts like. And you're going to have a whole lot graceful outcome by coming together and not tolerating poor behavior. If you see someone being mistreated, absolutely, you stand up and defend it. But let's promote a different message let's (laughs) so the the way that shadow exposure works when when it's not being just smeared from person to person to group to group to country to country blah 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 ad nauseum infinitum is is that you you recognize it you shine the light on it you contain it and then you go about addressing it as a behavior rather than continuing to attack the group so these behaviors absolutely need to be addressed we we don't need people feeling unsafe in their neighborhoods because people who have always harbored hate and fear inside of their hearts feel like they now have license to exercise that in violent, abusive language or actions. And bully. We, we don't, we're not, yes. We, we as a people, as a nation. Human race. <laughs> as a society need to stand up to the energy of bullying and we need to do it without becoming bullies ourselves. Absolutely. And and also a lot of rhetoric of, I'm in resistance, I'm going to fight. Again, that is keeping you stuck. And it's not the same thing as standing in up tr- to it. No, or being just standing in truth. And when I say truth, that means 
in integrity, <laughs> in practicing integrity and accountability in your personal life, the way you work your relationships, the way you do your business, the way you show up. That is what will truly shift all of this shadow projection business that's being spewed about. So there is another side that I've been looking at, and I, I really don't like, I don't like the mentality of a conspiracy theory. Mm. Um, it's a dark hole that you can mm -hmm. fall down into. And mm -hmm. yet, I imagine there are probably going to be quite a few listeners out here who agree that, <clears throat> you know, we live in an ugly archie that is essentially headed up by, um, by corporations that are run by select individuals. So we're talking about a chess game here, people. And you're all, everybody who's all riled up right now and, and busy attacking the other pawns is acting like an unconscious pawn themselves. Absolutely. And the puppets. You, you have to believe, or you have to wonder. You don't have to believe, but I have this idea and it makes me wonder. And I don't believe it, but I do wonder. If I were a grand chess master and I wanted to push an already troubled civilization to the brink of, of fear and chaos, this would be a really excellent way to do it. You get these, these two camps that are highly, highly emotionally charged and have been for months. And you don't even have to lay a finger. All you have to do is stand far enough back out of the scenes and watch them kind of pull themselves apart and we need to wake up and stop thinking like pawns and start coming start together and loving each other <laughs> as if we are in a masterful position, which is only the position of self mastery. Yep. And something to consider. And I'm certainly not putting out a lot of fear and hate, but I wonder. I wonder, you know, where where this candidate who, who was so articulate, who had an answer for everything, disappeared in the days after her opponent was elected. Where'd she go? How'd she all of a sudden lose her ability to comment intelligently on anything, right? Where'd she go? Why did it take Obama so long to, to, to put these, these violent reactions down? Do people have a right to express their feelings? Absolutely. Why hasn't Trump said anything to quell this boiling soup, this boiling vile soup? Nobody's saying anything. It's like they're leaving it up to us. And if we don't get a hold of ourselves, the next step could just possibly be martial law. <laughs> it's a scary thought, but it's something that we need to think about. We need to, we need to just stop acting like pawns and step back into our self-mastery. Well, this is the higher purpose. Well, and then there was the collapse of the economy. The, mm, the, the global market. The global market, right as he was getting elected. Now, mm -hmm. does that sound entirely coincidental? No. You know, you, you take, you, you collapse, you, you collapse an economy, you set the citizens upon each other, and you have a situation where the, the stage is set for civil war. Mm-hmm. So how are we going to be as a people? How are we going to be with each other? You know, I, I, my family of origin happens to 
I call them Trumpsters, but you know, they they voted for him and fi that's fine. Um, and I don't think they're, you know, bigots or anything. And I don't think everybody who voted for Trump are bigots or Not by a long shot. No, they want to change in, um, in hopes that, you know, somebody with no political background whatsoever in their career would govern differently. And I, I hear that. I, I think it's a very corrupt system myself, the way it is uh, currently. So, but, you know, we got holiday time coming up and I'm going to have to go hang out and spend time with my family and they are more conservative than, than I am in their views. And um, so how, how are we going to connect and hang out in harmony, especially, you know, at Christmas time and my, what, you know, I have to go back to connecting on a, the love, the level of love that I have for my family members. Um, because we are family and we do love each other and that's where I've got to be because we go up into the mental realm, the mental place of thinking and thoughts that we get all caught up in our judgments and who's right, who's wrong, and that gets us nowhere. So I think, you know, we all have to maybe just learn how to do this with friends or strangers who disagree with how you see things. It's like, at the end of the day, can I come back down to just a soul-to-soul -soul quality level with you and hang out there, even if you're not going to hang out there with me, but can I do that? Can I get out of my mental body that's full of opinions and whatnot and just drop out of that and come back into my heart and my soul essence and try to connect with you there? And that is going to be my game plan moving forward, not just with my family, but in all my relations. That's a good game plan. And it's a really, it's a really viable point. It's, we are a family. We're a human family, regardless of the color of your skin or what you believe, which so much of has is really conditioning. So many of our beliefs are just conditioning. And it's time to look at those conditionings and, and ask ourselves, is this viable? Is this sustainable? Is this going to allow me to grow as a human being? Is this going to allow me to connect with other human beings? Mm -hmm. Is this going to get me where I want to go? That That's the call. And we always have the opportunity in any of our relationships running the patterns that we run. It's like if somebody, if you feel like somebody treated you like shit, how do you choose to respond to that? Do you go to your usual go-to of spite back or revenge or whatever that is or do you choose to take the higher ground and clean up your side of the street deal with whatever pain it caused you and then adjust accordingly after that with the dynamic or have the conversation whatever you need to do but we get to choose how to show up every single time when we come to these places um, in our lives so I guess, you know, we got to close up. We're running out of moments to share with you. <laughs> so for these last moments, let's just drop out of our head, down mm -hmm. into our heart. Unclench your butt. Let your... <laughs> in your jaw. <laughs> in your jaw. <laughs> these are the two areas that really, really get tight when yeah. we're in fear. Mm-hmm. And that's the most important thing, drop out of fear. There's always going to be external things in this planet that provoke fear, but we can choose to not. Check in with your body. It. Right right now yeah. in this moment, you are safe. Yep. And and if should the need arise for you 
to stand up for yourself or for someone else, you're going to you're going to be a better position to do that from feeling relaxed and aware and and in your heart space. In in this space in the here and now and what's actually going on in front of you. So this is the place of integrity. In truth. And breathe and feel and and do what you need to do to take care of yourself and those who you love and and challenge these things when you see them and and try as much as you can not to be an instrument of fear or hate yourself no move to higher ground that will create the best grace graceful action so so signing off we love you so much be smart peace and blessings thank you for listening take care